Act Four of Life is a Dream by Pedro Calderon de la Barca, translated by Edward Fitzgerald, 1809 to 1883. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, a wooded pass near the field of battle, drums trumpets firing etc cries of god save basilio sigismund etc enter fife running god save them both and save them all say i oh what hot work whichever way one turns the whistling bullet at one's ears i have drifted far from my mad young master whom i saw tossing upon the very crest of battle beside the prince god save her first of all with all my heart i say and pray and so commend her to his keeping bang 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 and for myself scarce worth this thinking of i see what i can do to save myself behind this rock until the storm blows over skirmishes shouts firing etc after some time enter king basilio astolfo and clotaldo the day is lost do not despair the rebels alas the vanquished only are the rebels even if this battle lost us tis but one gained on their side if you not lost in it another moment and too late at once take horse and to the capital my liege where in some safe and holy sanctuary save poland in your person be persuaded you know your son have tasted of his temper at his first onset threatening unprovoked the crime predicted for his last and worst how wetted now with such a taste of blood and thus far conquest ay and how he fought oh how he fought astolfo ranks of men falling as swathes of grass before the mower i could but pause to gaze on him although like the pale horseman of the apocalypse each moment brought him nearer yet i say i could but pause and gaze on him and pray poland had such a warrior for her king the cry of triumph on the other side gains ground upon us here there's but a moment for you, my liege, to do, for me to speak, who back must to the field, and what man may do to retrieve the fortune of the day. Firing. Fife, falling forward, shot. O oh, Lord, have mercy on me. What a shriek! Oh, some poor creature wounded in a cause, perhaps not worth the loss of one poor life. So young, too, and no soldier a poor lad was choosing play at hide and seek with death just hid where death just came to look for him for there's no place i think can keep him out once he's his eye upon him all grows dark you glitter finely too well we are dreaming but when the bullet's off heaven save the mark so tell my mister mistress dies 
Oh, God! How this poor creature's ignorance confounds our so-called wisdom! Even now, when death has stopped his lips, the wound through which his soul went out, still with its bloody tongue, preaching how vain our struggle against fate. Voices within. After, after them, after them, after them, them. This way, this, this way, way, this way. The day is ours. The day is ours. Down with Basilio. Down with Basilio. Fly, sir. And slave-like fly, not outride the fate, which better, like a king, abide? Enter Sigismund, Rosora, soldiers, etc. Where is the king? King Basilio, prostrating himself. Behold him, by this late anticipation of resistless fate, thus underneath your feet his golden crown, and the white head that wears it, laying down, his fond resistance hope to expiate. Princes and warriors of Poland, you that stare on this unnatural sight aghast, listen to one who heaven inspired to do what in its secret wisdom heaven forecast, by that same heaven instructed prophet-wise to justify the present in the past, what in the sapphire volume of the skies is writ by God's own finger misleads none but him whose vain and misinstructed eyes they mock with misinterpretation, or who, mistaking what he rightly read, ill commentary makes or misapplies, thinking to shirk or thwart it, which has done the wisdom of this venerable head, who well provided with the secret key to that gold alphabet himself made me, himself, I say, the savage he foread fate somehow should be charged with, nip the growth of better nature in constraint and sloth, that only bring to bear the seed of wrong, and turn the stream to fury whose outburst had kept his lawful channel uncoerced, and fertilized the land he flowed along. Then, like to some unskilful duelist, who, having overreached himself pushing too hard his foe, or but a moment off his guard, what odds when fate is one's antagonist? Nay, more this royal father, self-dismayed at having fate against himself arrayed, upon himself the very sword he knew should wound him down upon his bosom drew that might well handled well have wrought or kept undrawn have harmless in the scabbard slept but fate shall not by human force be broke nor foiled by human faint the secret learned against the scholar by that master turned who to himself reserves the master stroke witness whereof this venerable age thrice crowned as sire and sovereign and sage, down to the very dust dishonored by the very means he tempted to defy the irresistible. And shall not I, till now the mere dumb instrument that wrought the battle, fate has with my father fought, now the mere mouthpiece of its victory. Oh, shall not I, the champion's sword lay down, be yet more shamed to wear the teacher's gown, and blushing at the part I had to play, down where that honoured head I was to lay, by this more just submission of my own, the treason fate has forced on me a tone? O oh, Sigismund, in whom I see indeed, out of the ashes of my self-extinction, a better self-revive, if not beneath your feet, beneath your better wisdom bowed. The sovereignty of Poland I resign, with this is a golden symbol, which, 
if thus saved with its silver head inviolate, shall never more be subject to decline, but when the head that it alights on now falls honoured by the very foe that must, as all things mortal lay it in the dust, shall star-like shift to his successor's brow. Shouts, trumpets, etc. God, God save, save King, King Sigismund! For what remains, as for my own, so for my people's peace. Astolfo's and Estrella's plighted hands I disunite, and taking hers to mine, his to one yet more dearly his, resign. Shouts, etc. God, God save, save Estrella, Estrella queen, queen of, of Poland. Poland! Sigismund to Clotaldo. You, that with unflinching duty to your king, till countermanded by the mightier power, have held your prince a captive in the tower, henceforth as strictly guard him on the throne, no less my people's keeper than my own. You stare upon me all, amazed to hear the word of civil justice from such lips as never yet seemed tuned to such discourse. But listen, in that same enchanted tower, not long ago I learned it from a dream, expounded by this ancient prophet here, and which he told me, should it come again, how I should bear myself beneath it, not as then with angry passion all on fire, arguing and making a distempered soul, but even with justice, mercy, self-control, as if the dream I walked in were no dream, and conscious one day to account for it. A dream it was in which I thought myself, and you that hailed me now then hailed me king, in a brave palace that was all my own, within and all without it, mine, until, drunk with excess of majesty and pride, methought I towered so high and swelled so wide, that of myself I burst the glittering bubble, that my ambition had about me blown, and all again was darkness. Such a dream as this in which I may be walking now, dispensing solemn justice to you shadows, who make believe to listen, but anon, with all your glittering arms and equipage, king, princes, captains, warriors, plume and steel, I, even with all your airy theatre, may flit into the air you seem to rend with acclamation, leaving me to wake in the dark tower, or dreaming that I wake from this that waking is, or this and that both waking or both dreaming, such a doubt confounds and clouds our mortal life about. And whether wake or dreaming, this I know, how dreamwise human glories come and go, whose momentary tenure not to break, walking as one who knows he soon may wake. So fairly carry the full cup, so well-disordered insolence and passion quell, that there be nothing after to upbraid, dreamer or doer in the part he played. Whether to-morrow's dawn shall break the spell, or the last trumpet of the eternal day, when dreaming with the night shall pass away. Excellent. End of Act 4 End of Life is a Dream by Pedro Calderón de la Barca Translated by Edward Fitzgerald